0: Welcome back to Monedelix. I am Francesco. I was recently interviewed by Tero El Reportero, a Salvadoran YouTuber, and it was such a good interview that I asked him if I could share it with my audience. In this interview, we talk about my decision on moving to El Salvador with my family, the cost of living in El Salvador, how to support yourself financially in El Salvador, how Bitcoin played a role in my move to El Salvador and the role of Bitcoin in the future of the country. I will leave all of Terra's information linked so you can reach out to him. And without further ado, enjoy this interview. Thank you for your time for this interview. My pleasure. Francesco, where were you born? I was born in Rome in Italy, but I moved here from the United States. So in the past almost eight years of my life, I was living in uh, Florida, the United States. So I consider myself more American and more Floridian than Italian or European at this point. Okay, but I have
1: seen almost all of your videos and you have said that you have lived in different countries.
0: Yeah. How many countries have you lived? lived, lived? In Italy, where I was uh, born and raised, Uh I lived in uh, Germany, I lived uh, in Norway, I lived in uh, Portugal. How did you find out
1: about El Salvador?
0: (laughs) This is a very good question. (laughs) Of course, El Salvador went under my radar when Bukele announced the Bitcoin law, where Bitcoin became a legal tender. But at that point, I was in Bitcoin, but not as much as I am right now. So I just heard of the name of El Salvador, okay? I still didn't know where it was on the map. I thought, oh, that's interesting. A country is adopting Bitcoin, but where is El Salvador? And then one day I was on YouTube and some videos about El Salvador and Bitcoin were popping up and I started watching them. I was interested, I was curious about. I saw one video from David Da Silva Rosa, which also has a YouTube channel. And that was really my motivation. That video was the motivation for me to look into El Salvador more. So I started doing more research on YouTube, more videos were popping up, and uh, we ended up here.
1: (laughs) Why you decided to move with your family, with your entire family, and start a living from scratch?
0: Initially, we were looking at El Salvador to buy a house or a piece of land as a plan B to escape the United States if something crazy around the world was to happen. So what happened is that we came here and we visited to check out El Salvador to see if we felt safe here because El Salvador still has a bad reputation with the violence and gang problems, which by the way, What happened is that we came here, we felt totally safe. And after three days for me, two days for my wife, we decided, hey, you know what, this is really nice. We can live here. So the other big incentives for us to move here was the cost of living. Mm. Coming from Florida, Florida is super expensive. The prices in the United States for everything are going crazy. Inflation is destroying American families. (laughs) And it was getting really, really hard to keep up with inflation, with the rising prices, and to live in uh, Florida, to live uh, decently. But then when we came here, we realized, oh, wait a second, our U.S. American income here goes a lot farther. So we can definitely live a much nicer life with the same amount of money that we could in Florida. So that was a very big uh, discovery for us. And we decided, you know what, it's worth it to give up all the convenience and the comfort mm-hmm. of Florida in the United States, you know, where the services and infrastructure there is perfect to move to El Salvador. And <laughs> we thought it was a great decision. And let me tell you something funny. Next week, I need to fly back to Miami. Oh, really? And this is the first time in my whole life huh? that I am not excited about going to the United States. My old life, when I was 20, 25, I was traveling to the United States to have fun with friends, and I was always excited to come to the United States. But now, me and my wife are, ah, we have to do it. We don't really want to go back, but we have to. So, and we are trying to stay for the smallest amount of time necessary. (laughs) Yeah, we just fell in love with El Salvador. Do you have a remote, Joe? Francisco? Yes. My wife, she owns and runs a podcast management agency. We also have a little um Amazon store, but it's very little. And now I'm actually trying to build my digital business and audience on YouTube and Twitter to also create that kind of digital income so that we can work remotely. I have a lot of friends in Florida or in the United States, or a lot of people reach out to me from everywhere in the world that they want to come and move here. But unlike me and my wife, they don't have digital income. They don't have remote job. So they're trying to figure out, okay, what can I do to move to El Salvador? How do I start making money in a way that I can live in El Salvador?
1: Do you think living in El Salvador is the best decision that you made? Yes. Why?
0: (laughs) The first reason is that our income goes a lot farther here. So we can support a very different lifestyle than we could in Florida. For instance, to support the same lifestyle that we have here in Florida, we would need to be like multi-millionaires, like seriously. Really? It's so expensive there. To give you an example, in Florida, we were living in a two-bedroom apartment for 1,600 a month rent only. Here we are living in a house that is uh, probably 10 times bigger than our apartment with a pool walking distance on the beach for less than that. Hmm. So that is a lifestyle upgrade, uh, like incredible. And at the same time here, we are able to afford help, meaning we have two little children and it's not easy to raise children, especially if you wanna be present with them, if you don't wanna just send them to school. And we never had help because we always travel, so we don't have our families helping us. But here we can have a babysitter or a nanny to help us full time. We can hire someone to help us clean the house or cooking. Not only it makes our life easier, but it's also our way to help people here, to hiring people to give them nice, decent job, improve their life or keeping food on the table. So that's also why I'm motivated to be here. It's because El Salvador is giving us a lot. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we feel like here, we can actually give back to El Salvador help people and society somehow, in our little, of course. And the other big reason why I'm here is that because of Bitcoin, of this uh, entrepreneurial energy that there is right now in El Salvador. This is a country that is being rebuilt and you will see this positive energy going around, talking to people, making friends here, or even in the expat community, everybody comes here to build a better life, to help build a better country.
1: Many people are coming to El Salvador because of Bitcoin and people is documenting this on their YouTube channels. So do you think being a foreigner in El Salvador and talking about Bitcoin it's making youtube channels
0: grow definitely because el salvador is such a hot spot right now it's something that people all over the world are interested about okay. they go and google it they go and search it and they go and look for information they go to youtube so having a youtube channel that starts speaking about el salvador is going to help the youtube channel grow a lot salvador and their bitcoin and this keeps bringing more attention to videos on YouTube or websites that talk about El Salvador. So yes, I think El Salvador and Bitcoin are a very powerful combination of words to make El Salvador visible and to get people here.
1: I saw a picture on Twitter of you with uh, another foreigner <laughs> celebrating Bitcoin Day. I don't know if you noticed that there was no big celebration like last year. So what do you think is happening right now with Bitcoin? Do you think, I don't know if you noticed too, but many people don't like Bitcoin, but foreigners like yourself, I mean, you really love it. I mean, you are convinced that this will get better. Our country will get better, but not right now. It will take time. So what do you
0: think? I agree with that. It's gonna take time but we need to have a little bit of perspective. Let's talk first about Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin, it is something that people need to learn. You cannot force it on people. I feel what the government has done is uh, with the laws to make it a legal tender. I think they're trying to speed up the process of education because people see, oh, there is a new law and Bitcoin is legal tender. Mm -hmm. What is Bitcoin? So people's minds start working and trying to find out and figure out what is Bitcoin. And people start educating themselves. And that was a very good thing. If you go back in time, not even that long ago, two, three, four years ago, five years ago, maybe, El Salvador, from what I've learned, had the label of the murder capital of the world. Yeah. If you think that in how long, two years, maybe less, we went from most dangerous country on the world to Bitcoin, center, technology center, surf city, where people want to come and have vacation and fun. Oh, people want to move here with their families. I think that is a pretty big transition. I feel like sometimes people don't really put in perspective what is happening. So they have a a very narrow and skewed view of El Salvador because how many countries right now in the world can go from very, very dangerous country to safe country for people to come here, live here, invest here so fast like El Salvador. I don't see many doing that. I don't understand when people tell me El Salvador is, is not doing good. Is it? Seriously? Have you ever learned about a little bit about the El Salvador past? Where do you live,
1: you know? Do you think, Francesco, that maybe people is just following, or listening to the news and not experiencing this thing
0: by themselves? That is such a great question. Let me tell you something. Before coming here with my wife, we also had fear of El Salvador. So that's why we decided instead of going there right away for a long period of time or buying something there, let's go and visit it. Let's take a little vacation for a week. Let's come and see how we feel. Let's see how we experience. Because in the past two years, we learned that the main media often is not very reliable. It doesn't really match the reality of what is actually happening. So I had YouTube channels and a couple of friends guys that were telling me, Francesco, no, Salvador is safe. Don't worry. Come here. But at the same time, we were listening to the media. We were reading these articles on Google, on websites. uh, El Salvador is dangerous, there are all these murders, uh, murder capital of the world. So we were afraid. We were those people, I'm not denying that. But we came here, we experienced with Mm ourselves, and again we learned that the media were lying to us. I have to do this
1: big question.
0: Okay, go for it. Do you think Bitcoin will succeed in El Salvador, Francisco? Let's think about what is happening in the world and let's have a little bit of perspective about Bitcoin. Bitcoin went in less than 15 years from magic internet money for hackers and nerds to legal tender in a country with about 8 million people. That took only 15 years. The other day I was watching a chart where it shows the adoption of the internet and the adoption of Bitcoin. All around the globe is being adopted in a much faster pace than the internet was. Now let's bring it to El Salvador. Do I think Bitcoin is gonna succeed in El Salvador? I don't see why it wouldn't succeed. Some people that work with me or for me now, I am paying them in Bitcoin.
1: Really, the Chivo, yeah. They accepted.
0: They accepted. I send them to the Chivo wallet. Now I know that they converted in dollars right away. Okay. Payments, but low slowly, slowly, they're seeing how powerful is Bitcoin that I can send you money super fast without mm. waiting for a bank with very, very low fees. Before Bitcoin, nobody talked about a Salvador no the white house didn't care about el salvador <laughs> no the european central bank didn't care the world economic for nobody cared about el salvador
1: now they do it's
0: been adopted in el salvador's a tender and everybody's talking bad <laughs> about el salvador despite el salvador is doing much better than before bitcoin isn't that interesting so the question is why all of a sudden The White House are saying, oh, El Salvador is is problematic. The World Economic Forum, the IMF, International Monetary Fund, they're worried about what's going on in El Salvador. Maybe they're worried about Bitcoin becoming popular faster. I
1: have seen you really encourage and support Bitcoin. And also, I have seen on your YouTube channel that if someone is interested or want to settle down here in El Salvador, you're helping people.
0: Yes. Why motivates you to do that? What is happening in El Salvador is beautiful. So what I've seen in the past two years happening in the world was actually scary. And then mm-hmm. El Salvador comes out, giving hope, freedom to their people, trying to actually get things better. That really motivates me. It also empowers me in being here and making sure that El Salvador succeed. I tell everybody that watches my YouTube channel or follows me on Twitter, they need help. If they have any questions, first mm-hmm. of course, watch my videos because a lot of questions are answered there. Yes. Then, Reach out to me. I can help you. So then I'm happy to help you. Francesco, this is the last question. It's
1: easier for a person like you to come to this country. Do you think one day you will tell to yourself this is the best decision
0: I did? Not only for you, but your family, your kids. That's another great question. You're very good. Uh, <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I'm enjoying it. First of all, I want to say that, yeah, despite me renown to some comfort in the United States, we are perfectly happy here and we have no regrets. Second, that's a question that other people have asked me about yes. my family or my kids here. How do I feel like, uh, what opportunity do I need? My Fair kids fine. being raised here and I yes. tell them, hey, mm-hmm. think about that. El Salvador is adopting Bitcoin as a legal tender mm-hmm. Now, if 40 years ago, you would have moved to a country like El Salvador that was adopting internet. Don't hmm. you think it would have been beneficial for your kids to grow up where the internet revolution was happening? All the internet, like ninety percent of the internet entrepreneurs that made a lot of money or built these huge businesses based on the internet, where were they? They were in Silicon Valley. El Salvador is for Bitcoin. What? Silicon Valley was for internet. Where do you want to be? The future of technology, of commerce, of finance Mm -hmm. will be built on Bitcoin. Don't you think there's no better place where to be, where to raise your children? Excellent answer. Francisco, can
1: we have your social media please so people can contact you, especially if this video is being seen outside of Salvador?
0: Thank you. So, my YouTube channel name is Indelix. so if you speak English, I don't speak Spanish yet, I'm studying. If you speak English and you, you want to watch my videos to learn more about it, so you can... Google it, MoneyDelix, and it will pop up. Also, my Twitter handle is at MoneyDelix. I built my webpage on the Zida website, and my handle there also is MoneyDelix, and that way it's a way to message me directly. But yeah, if you want to reach out to me and get in touch with me, make sure to follow me on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way.
1: Pacheco, thank you so much for your time, for this interview, where this interview is taking place. This house belongs to another Bitcoiners that I hope soon I can interview them.